Hello, thank you for clicking play. If you're passionate about supporting small business, small creators and are enjoying the podcast, I would love if you considered supporting me and the show via Patreon. You'll find the link in the show notes where you can join us from as little as £3.50 a month. You'll be supporting the making of the show, enable me to keep the show ad free, get behind the scenes content, blog posts and lots more. Just click the link in the show notes to find out more. Now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to Independent Thinking, the podcast exploring a new era for the high street. We celebrate those who are doing wonderful, creative things in the most difficult of circumstances. We'll be going behind the scenes of businesses and shops you love that you look forward to visiting and that add joy to your high street. I'm your host, Alexandra. Welcome along. In today's episode, I'm delighted to be joined by Jamila and Natasha from The Good Store, a plastic-free grocery store in the leafy neighbourhood of Inverleith in Edinburgh. As we're all still at home, there are a few sound quality issues, mainly at the start of the episode. I hope that doesn't affect your enjoyment too much. A warm welcome to you both. Thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, thank you for having us. Thank you, Alexandra. It's nice to be here. So I thought I'd just I thought I'd just start right at the beginning. So the good store and your inspiration for it. How where did this all come about? Um we were both probably coming at different angles. Yeah. Um so Jamila had finished a degree in nutrition, um, and I was working in education. And I had started, I've got a family, I've got two boys, um, and I was starting to try and become a bit more sustainable at home, um, just because I could see there was a lot of waste, and there was a lot of packaging, and just making little changes here and there. Making little changes here and there, and a lot of it did revolve around shopping a bit more local, when you order things online, you know, there's lots of packaging that comes with it and little bits and pieces and the more that I researched the more that I found there there were always better ways to do things Mm -hmm. um and so me and Jamila again over a glass of wine (laughs) got chatting um and you kind of came up with ideas as well yeah yeah of course so we'd seen um that had been done down south before the kind of like package free plastic free zero waste shop Mm -hmm. Um, and we were like that is amazing that's why don't we have anything here maybe that's something that we can do and then it was like a total light bulb moment we were like oh my goodness are we actually going to do this you know I think the idea behind it so you know shopping in like bulk stores there was always this kind of hippie vibe to it almost a little bit and there was always this um yeah, or it's for older people. Yeah, you know, yeah. and, I, and I thought, you know, we're relatively young, yeah, but yeah. we still want to be sustainable. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. we're just like normal, yeah. you know, women. Yeah, that want to that want to be a bit more sustainable, and we want to try and be a bit greener. Yeah, as such. yeah. Um, but there was nothing here. There was yeah. nothing in Edinburgh at the time, yeah. and you know, there was nowhere to go and shop plastic free or package free. Yeah. Um, there were a few things online, but again, that was just more packaging. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so yeah. we just put our heads together and thought, well, why yeah. don't we create something? Yeah, and know? this was like a couple of years ago yeah, now. This, this is kind of when ago. we did initially kind of come up with the idea of doing it in Edinburgh. Mm-hmm. So at the time, there wasn't any other kind of zero waste stores. Oh. 
So you, did you sit on the idea for a while, kind of getting exactly what you had in mind, planning it out, and then, or was just waiting for the right time? It was the business plan. It was, business it was plan. everything was brand new to us. So mm-hmm. we were obviously had to create the business plan, like literally le- learning everything from as scratch, go, you know, as yeah. we go, like, mm-hmm. where do we start? So mm-hmm. we even had like a few meetings with Business Gateway, just kind of try and get mm-hmm. our like foot in the door of, you know, are we going in the right direction? Um, mm-hmm which I wasn't very helpful I think maybe but you know we just we just kind of we just kind of rolled with it um and yeah so the business plan took a bit longer than I think either of us kind of expected mm-hmm. um and then we, when we got that together we we're like right what's the next step, what's the, next step? So it was, the business plan that was putting everything together and then once that was on paper and we were then able to say like where where do we go next what's the next step yeah. then it was trying to find some funding yeah um and then we came to trying to look for a location um so and that actually was probably the hardest part yeah, yeah looking for somewhere to open up that that would allow us to reach lots of different people yeah because you know, it's not a, it's not a niche. There's not there's not just a set amount of people that want to be sustainable. Yeah. Everybody wants to do it from all yeah. ages. Yeah. You know, they just want it on their doorstep. They just want it on their doorstep. Yeah. You know, nobody yeah. wants to drive into the other end of town for it. They want it to be local. Yeah. Um, so it was trying to find somewhere in time that we yeah. us to do that. And not kind of hitting any of the other areas that already had one. Because yeah. then what would be the point? Yeah. You know, by it's... the time we had, we were at the point where we were looking for a location, there were all the three. Other three <laughs> yeah. away, so. <laughs> so Typical. You know, <laughs> yeah. So then we were trying to find a spot that, that didn't have one, so mm-hmm. that, you know, the residents of that area were able to, you know, reap the benefits. Yeah. Of so did you choose Inverleith or did Inverleith choose you? <laughs> so Inverleith chose us. Yeah, actually. definitely. Um, I, um, yeah, we had, we, we did a lot of research around about Stockbridge. And for us, we thought they'll really, you know, they'll, they'll grasp the idea and they will spread, they will spread kind of the idea, you the, know. The word, yeah. The, the word, yeah quite a community vibe there you know it's, it's a wee a, town yeah it's a community vibe but it's, mm. there's also a, a, a good you know diverse kind of amount of people there yeah you know yeah. and yeah. so I feel like you would be touching bases on quite a lot of different types of people and, yeah um so yeah so that was initially where we where we first looked at and unfortunately they were ridiculously expensive <laughs> That went that went out as quickly as it came in. Yeah. Um. But we were in touch with a, a few good um, um, companies um yeah. that would just let us know whenever there was any properties available. And so yeah, so we went to go and see one in Inverleith, and yeah, and we just made it work. And it was really it was quite small to begin with, um, and it had a partition wall, and you know. But as soon as we went inside, we yeah. thought we can make yeah. this work. We can do it. And there was that long, hard slog. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so that was literally... Tell us. So, wait, so you got... Because I'm just thinking, did you get it back in early December? Or was it like November time you got the keys? It was November. So it was November we yeah. got the keys, wasn't it? The 1st of November, 1st yeah. or 2nd of November. And, yeah, we had a lot yeah. of work to do. We took down the partition wall ourselves, mm-hmm. had to refloor it all, all everything. 
and customers will tell you they used to walk past and we would be outside in December with gloves <laughs> and scarves and jackets Paint painting the outside of it. You know, it's tense coats, you know, trying to get this. We're like, we're determined to have it open before Christmas. Yeah, we're, we were. we're absolutely determined. Um, and we reused a lot of the materials that were inside as well, which was really good. Yeah, we were lucky to be able to do that. We, yeah, we used you know the partition wall. We used as now the table, the main table that's inside the shop, and the desk that we used um, as well. Yeah, so yeah, that was. So you're like embodying that that sustainability even in the building of the shop. So you've got like you're thinking no waste <laughs> from the very beginning. We were like we're nothing is going to waste yeah. we will try and use as much as we can and your <laughs> costs come into play yeah, well. isn't it? yeah. God, absolutely so you must have been was it did it feel almost like a relief to finally open the doors like you know or or, or was it how did you feel actually was it a bit of trepidation when you pushed Do you know what I think I was quite nervous I think we we're both yeah. quite nervous yeah, we um nervous. I think we'd got to that point of um you know, all the planning, all the, you know, sourcing suppliers, getting the property, doing it up. And then the day before we're opening, we're like, oh, my goodness, we're going to be opening a shop <laughs> to the public. <laughs> to the public. <laughs> They're going to come and in and buy things from us. You know, what if they don't use us? What if they don't like us? What if they don't like our product? You know, what if nobody what, comes what in? What if nobody comes in? Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. you know, all these things start to build up. But actually, after that first day. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. It was really good. We had lots of people really interested in the idea, yeah. you know, of what yeah. we were doing and the story behind it. You know, mm -hmm. we would have customers just come in and just chat. Just have a chat, yeah. You know, which was really lovely. Like you say as well, I think it's it, you're different in that it is a more luxurious feeling, but it feels like really minimalist in a really lovely way but you with a really modern because I'm just thinking of that well you don't have it anymore but the space in the style of your space is beautiful floral display and do you know yes. it felt like uh -huh. a different space oh, like you was... say it didn't feel what a lot of people associate completely did. yeah I think that's I don't know I think that's down to kind of yeah we are quite minimalistic people we're yeah. you know I don't even at home or wherever I am, I don't like clutter. Yeah. I don't like, you know, if I don't need it, then I don't have it, yeah, you know, yeah. and I and I keep that kind of, that's my motto, you know, yeah. if you don't need it, don't buy it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's one of those things. Um, but in the shop, I wanted a really nice space that people felt calm mm. inside. Yeah. I think in comparison to supermarkets, it's such a confusion, you know, you're you're going down the aisles, it's not enjoyable, you're just yeah. throwing things in your basket, mm -hmm. you can't <laughs> wait to get out, you know, you can't wait to get home yeah. and unpack, it's just not fun, it's not fun, mm -hmm. and I think we wanted to create a nice space that people can come in, bring their containers, and really just take their time, yeah. take their time. It is a longer way to shop. It so is a longer way, and it's sometimes it's nice. a bit panic, yeah. isn't it? But, yeah it's enjoyable I think that's yeah. it's more fun mm -hmm. than going to and how did you begin picking what you were going to stock and your suppliers because obviously I was thinking recently looking at um all the chat around Oatly and that I think about it's mm -hmm. people are again are thinking about who are, is investing in stuff that we're buying and mm, how how did you begin researching all of that or is that something that you were already doing because you're really passionate about sustainability so you were already thinking do you know what I know the suppliers I'm going to work with I know the people I want to stock or did you have to do quite a lot of work I, I think it was a it was a combination there was a few people a few um 
kind of local Edinburgh companies or Scottish based companies that we kind of knew of anyway that we thought it would be really great to be able to stock their products just from our own personal research but there was um one particular one I'm going to give a shout out to Green City there um, in Glasgow um, I've got a friend who works there um, and you know they're constantly striving to be you know at the forefront of buying sustainable um, primarily like vegan vegetarian products that are you know but they were the first to also stop uh, selling plastic bottles yeah they? Plastic they the first bottles, so they yeah. don't do that anymore yeah mm-hmm, which is mm-hmm. like amazing and because they were yeah. based in Glasgow it was great for us you know it was great it was in the local to, yeah, yeah local but I, I mean in terms of the products that we hold I mean when we sat down at the very beginning and said okay oh my what are we going to start with we've literally just started thinking about what we would like what to we eat, would like to eat yeah. <laughs> And I think, you know, because as as much as we are retailers, we're also consumers. Yeah. And so, you know, I have a family, mm-hmm. you know, and I know what they'd like to eat. And yeah. so if I can buy that package in plastic free, then that's amazing. Winning, yeah. So the initial list was of things that we would we, eat ourselves. Yeah, yeah. And then after that, it's literally, we just add on things that we find that are, you know, plastic-free, um, sustainable, local. You know, if and it ha- if it has all these things, if it ticks all the boxes, then ugh, that's amazing. You know, and we're constantly discussing with our yeah. suppliers as well as to how they can do better as well, and yeah. if they can, you know, find it at the end. I think we're just nagging yeah. now, don't yeah. we? Which is, you know, but can you do this? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you definitely. know, but yeah, it can be done, which yeah. is what we always say to each other and you know it can be done we just need to try that a little bit harder yeah but that's why I think well again that's what makes independent business so special but that's why your um your customers will really value that they can see that because you use the product yourself you've picked them handpicked them you you use them I think there's something I think that's really special like you can't get that in Tesco I mean there's something that's really personal about it to say actually no I chose that but you know we could have gone with this we could have gone that one but you know what that's the right one because I've used it and it's great and I like that I think that's why it's it's just really special I think so 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 you've opened up so we'll take us back to December you've opened up you've you've had Christmas you've had a beginning of the year and then obviously we all know the rest is history we all know what happened (laughs) um so can I ask how that felt like at the beginning of March with lockdown and what was the first thought that went through your head when you were thinking about um how to take the net how to go forward and were you did it come to you immediately thinking right let's go to click and collect I think initially we were just like we can't close our door <laughs> we cannot afford to close we have just opened yeah like we literally it was it wasn't actually ever an option no as soon as we knew that we could stay open you know um because we were an essential business then providing you know food for our customers it was never an option to close um and we also had uh, you know a lot of our customers are um are elderly a lot of our customers had to isolate and you know they would come in and say I can't, you know, I can't get, you know, a Tesco's delivery or I can't get, I don't know what I'm going to do. And so we started taking down phone numbers um, of customers and saying, you know, don't worry, you know, yeah, if, yeah. You, if we need anything, food. we've got food. As yeah. long as we can get food in from our suppliers, 
then we will stay open yeah and, and that was that was kind of like our goal as yeah, long as yeah, we, and, and green city were amazing they never faltered at all yeah so as long as we got our regular deliveries we were going to make sure that we could provide for yeah. those customers yeah. that were isolating and then after that that's where the click and collect came in because we thought you know we're in work anyway you know yeah. we're putting things together anyway mm -hmm. let's see if we can help other customers yeah. i mean it might be a service that they want yeah and we had spoke about you know like a drop and collect service before yeah. obviously mm -hmm. before the kind of mm -hmm. covid hit so like oh that'd mm -hmm. be a good idea for people who are working mm -hmm. nine to five who could potentially mm -hmm. you know drop off their containers mm -hmm. and then pick up on their way home or mm -hmm. you know um so it was always kind of in there anyway we so we just had to really rush it forward yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, so yeah so then we just kind of yeah it was i think over a weekend yeah we yeah said, right, we'll just do it we just have to do it yeah. we'll just do it and just see how it goes and what can we put together you know yeah. <laughs> what have we got what can we put together to get it out there but social media is amazing yeah. like it is absolutely and i can see the benefits of it now because literally you put something up there in the morning and by the afternoon yeah you know yeah it's straight to people's phones people yeah. know what's going on it, yeah. it's amazing so that really helped because i think what's tricky i think about the pandemic is that you know earlier you talked about how people are taking their time when they come to your shop they're chatting to you and i think there's something quite really difficult actually about lockdown and in that time when well one i don't know about you but i i, I felt a huge amount of guilt about leaving the house for it needed to be essential like if i wasn't going out for something like bread or toilet roll god well maybe it's essential i don't know i just i, I want some juice but i don't know and i think <laughs> um, there's a sort of nervousness about coming to the shop so it must have been really difficult for you to then that relationship your customers would also change so yeah i, I don't know is that difficult yeah, that, that was actually really tough because yeah. you know we like to have a wee chat so yeah. we got to know our customers quite well and like the you know the two and a half months that we'd been open we built up that relationship yeah so you know people would come in and we'd always just check in see how they were doing now yeah. they were kind of coming to the door and just kind of being handed their goods yeah and it was that we were kind of like how are you doing you know just trying to get like a quick little you know mm. checking at the time so that was actually quite hard I think for for us and you know how you doing you know yeah. how's your day been and it's so lovely to hear either what people have been up to and that just stopped overnight yeah the whole thing stopped overnight and you knew who it was obviously that was sending you their request and you would put their order together and you knew they were coming to the door mm. and you're like oh my god such and such is coming that's really nice but it was a completely different situation. Yeah. So you would open the door and we would hand out, you know, their goods. And like you say, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they would just kind of like grab and go. And that's yeah. just what you would do because yeah. of course we were in a situation where you didn't know. Nobody knew anything. Nobody yeah. knew what was going on. So yeah, that was, it was a little bit heartbreaking it was actually, it wasn't it? Totally. Because well, remember we had that time, I mean, I'm saying this, remember this, this is, this is obviously going to be broadcast in the future and hopefully we're not currently in this place but you could only leave the house once and it was like you know exercise or going to the shops and, and sometimes it felt like well I've gone to the shops I don't know if I can go for a walk anymore so yeah you're right when you've seen you've gone you think oh well, that, well that's me for today but people must have also it must have been the other way around too and people must have been thinking oh I wonder how you're getting on like you know I'm being keen to kind of check in with you did you find that do you feel like your relationship yeah they were I mean they were surprised to see us still open <laughs> yeah. if I'm honest you know we're like oh you're still here you're still yeah. open we're like yeah we're still here you know what do you need but yeah. I, I think for them it, it was it was the safety of it as well so they knew that they could do their shopping really safe you know yeah. there was no there was no chance of 
of anything kind of going yeah. on there they could mm -hmm. just come pick up their goods but yeah they they, they were really happy to still yeah. see us so open good. yeah absolutely yeah oh, they were so supportive and yeah. those customers that we had from the very beginning you know they are still with us now right through the the height of covid yeah. and still now they will still we've got customers that still put in their orders every week yeah. without you know no change to anything they yeah. will still continue to and mm -hmm. it, it, those are the ones that have really kept us kept you know going. kept us going yeah, they're definitely. just their support's been unbelievable oh, that's so brilliant and like you say with with social media as well opening up new people to your business and I think if if I can um you know touching on a lockdown and 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 the the height of um the BLM process in, and 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 movement in June mm -hmm. and again mm -hmm. I think that Another reason why people would want to check in with you, and actually, because it was a, mm -hmm. a really, I can imagine a really difficult time. Um, and I just wanted to, to touch upon your thoughts on on the focus again on on black businesses, and, and and actually people thinking, well, let's put our money where our mouth is and actually invest in local black business. I don't know if you want to, to talk about that and how you feel as 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 black business owners. You know, this year, yeah. I mean, we're not even we're not even past the first year of business yeah. yet and it yeah. has been an absolute roller coaster for us yeah, it has been, yeah. you know for the covid mm -hmm. and and then blm and you know and then maybe another potential kind of small lockdown yeah i, I feel like you know if we can get through this then we can get through anything yeah, yeah. but you know more specifically um the black lives matter movement that was really emotional really emotional really emotional and again it was the same situation whereas we were open yeah we were all we were going to stay open yeah but we and you have to say something we had to say something but we had to you know still be really professional yeah to a certain, yeah, to to a certain, certain extent level, yeah so we didn't want it to be like you know just um you know hearts pouring out kind of yeah, you know this is uh -huh. how we're feeling but it was just to kind of check in we had so many customers that came in and just said how are you yeah you know mm -hmm. a real how are you yeah. and I, I'm, I'm not gonna lie a couple of times where I could have cried yeah, like yeah, quite definitely. easily cried because I was so emotional of what's going on it was so up and down uh, you know and the whole the movement for us mm -hmm. you know it's, it's obviously it's different for every, for everyone and we were brought up in Scotland and um, we've got a, a white mum and a black dad. We were mixed race. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there are times where you go through your life and you think to yourself, you know, oh, this is hard. You know, this, this is quite difficult. And mm -hmm. it's not until we got to the age that we are and Black Lives Matter movement. And it makes you think about all those things that happened in your past. And you realise mm -hmm. that those things were purely due to racism yeah you know yeah. and and then so we had to then kind of reconnect with ourselves and mm -hmm. go through all those things mm -hmm. as an adult and, that you've gone through them as you know and, a child and an adolescent and things like that so yeah it was the emotions were literally just like on the surface the whole time, the I think. The whole time. Mm -hmm. and so triggering as well I imagine some of the things you're seeing and being shared and well, even what people are saying to you absolutely. so and there were lots of people looking for you know, looking for information and looking to learn. And even now, you know, we'll get um, customers asking about, you know, how should I do this and how should I? And I, I feel 
it's quite difficult because as much as I'm really impressed and I'm so happy that people are out there to learn because that's so important and mm -hmm. everybody has done so much learning this mm -hmm. year. Yeah. Um, it's quite difficult, isn't it, mm -hmm. to, to try and... I, I don't want to be putting things in people's mouths. mouths. Yeah. yeah, of course, of course. Um, but at the same time, I'm really, we're really open, actually. Jamila yeah, and I yeah. are really open as to, as, yeah, as to anything, yeah, quite yeah. happily. And if, yeah. if I've experienced it, then I'll discuss it mm -hmm. 100%. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, it was a really, it was a really emotional time. Um, and I feel like the, we're trying to keep really positive what's as to what's going on um, and there are so many amazing things that have come from it there's so many amazing black businesses mm -hmm. that were never shouted that were never shouted about and you mm -hmm. think to yourself what an amazing product like why would i never have looked at that before even mm -hmm. us even us yeah, as, yeah. as black mm -hmm. business women yeah. Yeah. you know it's it's just amazing how many there are and the shining the light on them all and i just think it's absolutely fantastic and it's well deserved yeah um, because we all work really, really hard, yeah. like really, really hard, mm -hmm. and it's nice to finally feel that that you know people are level playing. And you're on a level playing field, yeah. and you know people are really listening, and it's fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, are, are there any businesses that you'd like to to shout out now that people you feel that you should know about that? A, like black-owned businesses that are I mean there's so many but I just thought there's there so many there's um, brilliant Instagram accounts that kind of a that really like shout about brilliant yeah from lots of different areas of like homewares to food to clothing to yeah you know, there, there is actually one there's a um a company called um, Our Lovely Goods you've probably heard oh, of them oh my god they're and so they do, like candles and things <laughs> yeah um I, I, but I suppose for me is as they're so real and she actually discussed her um, very transparent and very transparent in what they do and um she discussed her you know her pregnancy and her labor and you know how she was treated as a black woman and and you know it's those little things that we don't think about and how they're how we're treated differently mm -hmm. in society mm -hmm. and that's actually what really connected with me you know they had they've got a fantastic product they've got you know they've got an amazing business and it's family owned and it's so you know real but actually the background and you know their stories that's what really drew me in mm -hmm, and I just mm -hmm. think that's amazing mm -hmm. to to have all that kind mm -hmm. of um kind of raw emotion yeah, yeah, you know yeah. is is just that's what connects people yeah. to businesses and, and I things. think that's, just, that's the amazing thing about it being an independent business is because you do get to have that connection with the person with mm -hmm. the owner with mm -hmm. you know the person that's writing the the instagram stories or yeah. you know choosing yeah. the products as you said before you know it's yeah it's person to person absolutely and and if someone's sharing the their own personal story as well it's very um it, it goes beyond the word open like it, it's actually it's a really incredible thing to do, actually, to be so mm -hmm. vulnerable, actually, in a way, yeah. like to, to share their experience and actually say, mm -hmm. um, I just think that's a really wonderful thing to do. And I think particularly, um, yeah, as a business owner and, and and just connect person to person, like you say, I think because mm -hmm. we're behind the yeah. brand, like it's not just like an Instagram profile. It's like, you know, these are real people. And 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 thinking about like the Black Pound Day then, I feel like the momentum of that, is that something that you're kind of keen to kind of keep up and are you to kind of keep the conversation going I don't know yeah. if I'm being completely honest it's not it's something that I think is 
a nice incentive. I know that might sound a little bit weaker than what it should be. I think that people should, um, you know, vary their shopping anyway and look at with their 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 norm and look for something um, to support local independent, you know, black owned businesses, uh, female run businesses, you know, things like that. Definitely, but I don't know. I've not really. I think it's more to do. It's, it's more like a reminder. Yeah, you know, yeah. Because for so many years, um, people have shopped a certain way, um, and I suppose when I when I mean it, when I say a certain mm-hmm. way is when you, if you're looking for something, you automatically um, a white person would just look for a, a white company. So mm-hmm. you're looking for I don't know nappies, you know, or something specific because mm-hmm. you would look for a company and it would probably be a white owned company mm-hmm. and you would just go mm-hmm. with it yeah you wouldn't, How, think about you it wouldn't really think about yeah. it and um, however i think now because mm-hmm. because of black lives matter and black pound is there mm-hmm. it just reminds people gives you a nut to to, to have a look and see right okay well i've got this company here and i know that they're good but actually let me see if i can find a black owned company that does the same thing mm-hmm. and you know and just and then and then do your comparisons mm-hmm. and then look to see mm-hmm. which one would give you the best product for your need because mm-hmm. there's no I wouldn't say go out and buy something from a black owned com- business that you don't need or, don't need or want or is not going to you know deal with your needs mm-hmm. however what I would say is have a look at both and then make your comparisons mm-hmm. and then make your decision because before they, that wasn't an option yeah. it, it wasn't an option mm-hmm. and so and and now it is now it's now it's out there now people are aware so aware mm-hmm. that having that black black pound just gives you a little bit of a nudge and a little bit of a reminder and then you make your decision because mm-hmm. ultimately the buying power is in the consumer yeah. you know it's it's your money you decide how you spend mm-hmm. it no one would force you to spend it anywhere at all mm-hmm. or we'll say it is just you know have a look have a look have a wee look and see I think that 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 uh, understanding of the consumer in lots of ways of understanding the power that their pound has mm-hmm. I feel it's never been more I think particularly now that both with Blacklist Latter but also with the evolution of the high street and thinking about their relationship with local business. I think that people actually would rather spend money where they actually feel a connection to something, whether it's Mm -hmm. because they feel passionate about a cause, Mm -hmm. passionate about the retailer, Mm -hmm. they really believe in them actually. And I I know myself, I've like spent money in places and local business that I think, do you know what? I'm really, I feel really proud of you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm really proud of what you've been doing and and well done. And like, um, and particularly women in business as well, just think, you know what? well done for doing this yeah. <laughs> um I think that's I feel that's front and center a lot more of people's consciousness perhaps yeah. than uh, than in the past mm-hmm. if we could go um and touch uh, go a little bit into the role of plastic then and this kind of plastic free uh, shop mm-hmm. because I've been thinking a lot about uh, our relationship with plastic obviously late last year all of last year we were thinking about how to minimize and no straws and, mm-hmm. and we're all sort of it became very part of public consciousness and mm-hmm. it was very in vogue and then with the pandemic I feel well I don't know how you feel but personally I, I feel things have been more disposable understandably mm-hmm. our relationship with plastic has really evolved and 
how do you feel have you seen that have you seen a, the kind of conversation shift and um yeah I mean absolutely yeah. last year um was absolutely amazing mm-hmm. in terms of what people were doing to help the environment mm-hmm. you know with Greta Thunberg and you know climate change mm-hmm. and activists really pushing forward yeah. and making changes and you know we were just going 100 miles per hour in the yeah. right direction yeah. and, and not everyone but most people were kind of getting behind it and being like oh what is this and being more, made more aware absolutely. of it and and actually listening and I found that a lot of the kind of older generation were listening to the younger ones yeah, which younger is ones which is they were the there, driving yeah. force you know and it all made sense mm-hmm. and everybody was really kind of yeah everybody was behind it mm-hmm. and unfortunately due to covid that just it just cut it just yeah. cut out completely and again as you said like completely understandably completely understandably very nervous about reusing things mm-hmm. um you know maybe even using you know package free stores and mm-hmm. um, obviously face masks were disposable people using disposable gloves and mm-hmm. um, everything was disposable mm-hmm. and there was quite a lot of you know chat on on social media from other you know package free zero waste stores around like the UK and further and just kind of reinforcing the fact that like, it's okay if you don't feel like you're mm-hmm. doing your best at the moment like mm-hmm. this is the time that you know give yourself a break as a pandemic people are going through a yeah. lot of lot of stuff just now you know don't beat yourself up about it yeah. um but it also meant that there was you know there was a, a big kind of pause on you know mm-hmm. trying to be a bit more sustainable I think and yeah, I think definitely because you're, you're they, they yeah. do change but then you relax into we're very like always habitual like, we are mm-hmm. habit humans are very habitual mm-hmm. and as soon as you mm-hmm. do something so many times you just continue to do it because mm-hmm. and that become, becomes your norm yeah. so I think we're now mm-hmm. at the turning point where we where we say to ourselves right let's give ourselves that push again okay yeah. that drive that we had last year mm-hmm. let's now put that into you know into gear again and let's yeah. let's yeah. go let's you know stop using our disposable you know um cups let's you know or face masks let's, let's try mm-hmm. to use you know reusable yeah. let's use our containers because as long as they're clean then that's absolutely and fine everyone's and everyone everyone's sanitizing there are no touch points whatsoever in store mm-hmm. you know and yeah so I think but it's little little steps at a time and mm-hmm. I think we'll get there I'm not mm-hmm. you know I'm not worried about it because I think we will get back there because like yeah. I said I think the it's the the young ones the youth that are yeah. really driving it and yeah. they're not willing to let this yeah. go yeah. they really aren't um yeah so I think I think we'll be fine David Attenborough's on Instagram and David Attenborough's on Instagram the world knows (laughs) I know it's got like a prize with like Prince William or something now there's like oh my god oh my god but then I I think you're so right because I think what's kind of what's good about now where we are at the moment is I think that people have got used to how we shop now as in like they wear a mask mm-hmm. they sanitize their hands there's only so many people can go in at once and actually you're right then we could that becomes I hate, I'm not gonna say the new normal but yeah, it no, becomes that uh-huh. becomes our new habit so actually we just go back into our, oh yeah I should go and mm-hmm. pick up the flower I'll go to the I'll go to like the good store and so, like it yeah it's just kind of getting back into now I feel like we're settled into 
I feel like we're going to probably be like this for a while. So actually, let's do all the things we did before, but just do them slightly differently, wearing a mask or, yeah. yeah. I, do, I do also think, though, that nobody has forgotten last year. Mm-hmm. So we've had customers come in and say, you know, I had a Sainsbury's delivery last week. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm allowed to say shop in my lives. I don't know. Um, yeah, so really... Other supermarkets are available. <laughs> Whoops, um, I had a delivery from a supermarket last year and um <laughs> you know um and it was packaged to within an inch of its life mm-hmm. so the packaging was inside packaging and then that and was inside other packaging. another packaging so it's actually doubled or tripled mm-hmm. you know what they would normally yeah, get like but they bad. but they can see it now they can see that actually this is really bad. Yeah. Whereas before, you you know that would just be the norm. It would be absolutely you wouldn't even think about it. You would just, yeah. you'd take it in, you would unpackage it, and you would throw it away. Mm-hmm. You know. Whereas now they're thinking, oh my goodness, what am I going to yeah. do with all this packaging? Because they're because aware they that have, that's their responsibility. Exactly. Because they've shopped even just a little bit package free before, mm-hmm. they're like, this seems like monumentous. It's coming into my house, and I'm having to deal with. You so, know. So nobody's forgotten. Everybody's more aware of it now mm-hmm. than what they were. It's about making those little changes to get back into the other habit yeah. of shopping yeah. package free. Absolutely, absolutely, and particularly when you make it such a joy, like when you've got like a beautiful shop to store to store to to, to visit, it it makes it so much more of a pleasant environment to shop in. Well, first of all, I'm interested to see if you had anyone that you were looking to not replicate but you had sort of thing oh do you know I'd love I love the feeling of that store I would love to recreate something like that or was there any any shops that you had an inspiration where you really enjoyed or actually was it the opposite you thought there's nothing like this and I want to create it <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I think it was more than like the, the latter yeah, yeah it probably is not like are we doing this completely differently to everybody yeah, else yeah. it was like minimalist white walls <laughs> natural wood that's it you know I think I really love Gandhi design yeah and definitely. I think um for me that's it's, it's just beautiful mm-hmm. I think it's really beautiful and you really Queen, appreciate Chris. yeah you appreciate everything mm-hmm. when it comes to Scandi design mm-hmm. and you know and I just I, I wanted to create a nice calm environment that's mm-hmm. all it was mm-hmm. it was just to create you mm-hmm. know I think and I think we kind of nailed it a little yeah, bit yeah. We, we, us, anyway, we yeah. knew that we were going to be in there every day of the week so, so we kind of needed to enjoy it too <laughs> enjoy the space and the products like stand out yeah and but also to be modern and I think that's really important in what we do yeah. is to try and keep it yeah. current mm-hmm. so uh, you know the bulk stores zero waste stores package free stores whatever you want to call it this isn't a new concept. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. a very old concept. Yeah. You know, I've got customers that come in and say, oh, I remember doing this when I was 10. Yeah, you know, yeah. and, and, and escape the rules. Yeah. You know, this is an old kind of concept. We just want to keep it current. Yeah. You know, we want to make it, you know, available to everyone, yeah. you know, and, and, and to do that, we need a nice kind of clean, crisp yeah. environment that, you know, anybody would hopefully feel comfortable yeah. to, to uh-huh. walk into and wouldn't feel out of their depth I suppose because it can be a little bit you know nerve-wracking walking to a package tree store for the first time when mm-hmm. you don't know yeah. what you're doing Absolutely. and you've got your containers or you don't have containers and mm-hmm. you're just a little bit like what do I do so but again that's why it's quite nice that you know we're, we're local and we're in the shop because customers you know we can see that yeah. and it's a case of you know how can I help you this yeah. is re- and we're so real in the shop <laughs> aren't we you know 
you know, you can spot a mile off. And I'm usually just say, is this your first time? That's absolutely fine. I've dropped, you know, I've dropped your chickpeas over in that corner, <laughs> spilled oil over in that corner. Yeah. Don't worry about a single thing. Yeah. This is the norm. Yeah. Oh, it's the oil that throws me off. I think it's that you're terrified of creating a spillage or creating a scene or yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But we still do it we now. We still do it. Don't we? Now that we're doing all the refilling for customers, we do it all the time. Yeah. You know, we're always saying to like, you owe five pounds or, <laughs> you know, you owe a tenner because you made a mess. <laughs> um, well, yeah, no, it's, it happens that's mm-hmm. just it comes yeah. with the job so. yeah do you have other businesses that locally that you enjoy shopping at have you, have you got people that are local to you that you think actually they're doing it pretty pretty well they inspire you in different ways I've definitely got one but mine is maybe a little bit biased um my fiance runs um is the owner of Payute, which is a Scottish clothing brand. Um, so he oh, oh, you did a collaboration. Yeah, we did. Recently, yeah, 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 for the Shaky Bayou. Yeah, um, we he started it years ago. Um, kind of just doing it all online, and then got his like first store, and it was he changed very quickly to start stocking organic, sustainably made, one hundred percent recycled T-shirts, hoodies hats and things like that and then um, involving a lot of local artists and um, to make designs for them and then started donating you know clothes to clothes banks for so every t-shirt sold something went to a clothes bank so all these little things that I saw over the years were, were very inspiring to what and doable and, and completely doable mm-hmm. to see them be able to do this and you know step by step kind of make his business more and more sustainable and more local it, it was yeah really inspiring and just yeah it's something that I think, and I think, I think a lot with, more business yeah with a sustainable business as well I think a lot of the time you know you think to yourself um it's not possible you know it's not possible to have a sustainable business mm-hmm. because you know there'll be something that you can't do and and something yeah that you can't get something you can't get for it yeah. and, you know and there will always be those things but you you, you have to keep driving you keep driving and you do the things you can do yeah, you know exactly, and that's it and, exactly. and then you change as the time and you change as the time and then hopefully someone else does it and mm-hmm. they take lead from you know take it from you and exactly. then bits and pieces and yeah someone has to be that person yeah you know to take the hit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what there's um i don't know if you've heard of shop train oh yes yeah yeah it's, Train and she really focuses as well on you know sustainability mm-hmm. um and I think that's really important in terms of fast fashion mm-hmm. and you know we've got so many kind of teenagers you know who will change their outfit you know yeah, every yeah. five minutes or, or whatever it is you know because it's it's this kind of throwaway culture where mm-hmm. you buy something you wear it for a day and then you you change it for something mm-hmm. else where you know this whole kind of you know Treen creates this capsule wardrobe, mm-hmm. whereas you have an item or a couple of items and you just use them all the time, but you wear them in different ways. Mm-hmm. And I think you rotate them, you and, rotate yeah. them and, and they last for a really long time. Absolutely, absolutely. And you buy that one thing that's really good and it will last you mm-hmm. forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So I think that the idea of that also is is amazing mm-hmm. because it's there's not there's not that waste there which is what we try and do all the time we try and make sure that there's you know you don't have a lot of waste you will always have waste Mm -hmm. that's you know we're not you know 
ignorant to it. Mm-hmm. There, there will always be waste. But you try and cut it down. You try and make sure it's as minimal as possible. And that, that in terms of fast fashion, the way mm-hmm. it is at the moment, mm-hmm. we need more people like Treen who will, you know, create a space for people to shop fashion. But mm-hmm. these are key pieces, pieces mm-hmm. that, you know, you can change around. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, she's got a really lovely shop as well. Yeah, So, yeah, so I think that kind of, there are in, in all the different industries actually at the moment so not just you know in foods and you know fashion there's mm-hmm. so many different ways that you can start to look at things differently mm-hmm. and just choose different pieces from what we've been doing in the past mm-hmm. yeah definitely and like you a uh, chain also makes like sustainability look beautiful like and i think yeah absolutely you know, it doesn't have to be a hessian sack like you know it can be really no, beautiful. It doesn't. And, and, it doesn't. and again going back to what you're saying about scandinavian design i i too have love a huge love for scandinavian design i lived in um, lived in copenhagen for a, few, a short while <gasps> i love copenhagen oh, it's amazing but they do that elegant efficient design that is just like it uh-huh. does what it says but it still looks beautiful mm-hmm. and it works and it's I just think oh, absolutely just I think the only thing the only kind of negative to, to things like that I know for us because we are mostly organic mm-hmm. and you know and some shops when you're shopping sustainably it's a bit more expensive and I think yeah expense sometimes it does come in a little bit more expensive mm-hmm. you know so you may look at the shop and think so that's you may look at some, but expensive. you've got to think about you know the amount so, so if you buy 50 jumpers mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and you only really need one the cost really outweighs itself you know mm-hmm. the, the difference in it. and then in terms of what we do the majority of our stock is organic mm-hmm. and at the moment organic is more expensive it shouldn't be mm-hmm. you know it shouldn't be it should be available to all mm-hmm. it shouldn't be a case of only a select few can buy organic food because it's that's completely unfair mm-hmm. you know and and that's where like intersectional environmentalism comes in because then mm-hmm. there's there's activists out there that are really shouting about yeah making sure you know sustainable items are available to everyone mm-hmm. um but what we're hoping is what we do is the more the more retailers that have organic food, the more it becomes widespread, mm-hmm. the price then comes down. Yeah. And then and then and you see a change. Yeah, absolutely. So what is next for you as a business then? You've obviously, I mean, you've had a very, <laughs> I mean, this is not to say you have to do more because you've had, you've had a pretty full on year as it is, to be honest. But I, I just want to add that I'm very excited about the Sweeties now being the... <laughs> yeah, we're very excited. <laughs> we can, they just came in yesterday oh morning goodness. and... Um, I had yeah. to wake up today. I <laughs> <laughs> so for breakfast yesterday morning we had fizzy sweeties yeah it's ridiculous but you know we have to test everything of course so so what's next for us so just adding more products you know just whenever we find we're constantly researching and trying to find products package free mm-hmm. plastic free and when we do we do a little dance don't we you know it's 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 amazing and they were like can we get it in can we get it can, we get it? can we get it so yeah it's like christmas and mm-hmm. um, so yeah we're just we're constantly on the lookout for local suppliers or i mean if there's anyone there that wants to get in touch absolutely yeah. because we yeah we, we just love it um mm-hmm. we've mentioned a uh, briefly about uh, oatly earlier and thinking about alternatives for those who haven't um maybe caught up with it 
do a bit of a Google and it's all about the kind of investment firm Blackstone who have invested in it. and I think there's a, a, a lot of people who disagree with, with that um, Oatly have a statement, which I should probably say, Oatly have a statement on their website, but there has definitely been a shift away from Oatly. A lot of local, local retailers are thinking, actually, I'd prefer to support other brands who are doing something. And are you now working with a like a local, um, is it Untitled? Oh, no, un, Untitled Oats. Untitled Oats. Untitled Oats. Yes. Uh-huh. So, um, so, yeah, so when Oatly obviously changed and their statement came out, we were obviously, we, we thought about, you know, let's listen to sides of the story. Let's make mm-hmm. sure this is mm-hmm. how it is. Um, but and then were... as soon as we found out, that, you know, who the investors were, um, I think it was just straight away. We couldn't, we, we couldn't stock someone or something that went against everything that we were trying to do. It doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. So we were like, we, put, we, we, we put it out there to the, to our customers or yeah. our followers, like, mm-hmm. w- what would you recommend? Um, and we started stocking um, minor figures for the interim, um, mm-hmm. and then we found out about this amazing um, newish company that I think started at the beginning of lockdown called Untitled Oats, mm-hmm. which are based in Edinburgh, amazing. which is amazing. Oat milk in glass bottles, um, which will hopefully be, hope I'm not sharing too much, um, a deposit return scheme. Mm-hmm. So they're currently just setting up their factory and labels and everything sorted because I think they might have got had a bit of an influx of you know people getting in touch with them because of you know what was going yeah. on with Oatly but it, um, it makes sense I mean we I live know. in Scotland where oats <laughs> are oats. just you know yeah, <laughs> they're, they're not going anywhere <laughs> and you know and these guys have just kind of created this over and it's lovely because we've yeah. had a sample yeah, and it's really nice lovely. And so what will happen is it comes a glass bottles as you, as Jamila said, mm-hmm. and it'll be a bottle return scheme. So a complete circular, you know, situation, which just means there's no waste whatsoever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and it's Scottish and it's local and it's just down the road and mm-hmm. it's absolutely amazing. Yeah. Like I couldn't, it couldn't be any better. Again, another happy dance. But we we cannot wait. So they're currently getting set up, and we will let everybody know as soon as we know anymore. Oh, that's brilliant! And you know what's wonderful as well about it? There's something really special about you know and other independent businesses supporting each other and actually getting really happy on other people's behalf, being like, oh, that's a great idea. Absolutely. And we love to Absolutely. you know support you and stock you because that's exactly what we're looking for. So that is wonderful mm-hmm. to hear. And actually, it kind of leads into something I just wanted to touch upon before we finish is. A community, the community of independence in Edinburgh or in Scotland, is it does that exist? Do you feel part of something? Because it certainly feels from the outside, it feels like there's a community of people who really support each other and I was going to say have each other's backs actually, almost like look out for each other. Do you feel part of something bigger? Definitely, mm-hmm. definitely, definitely. I think that you, as an independent business, once you've gone through, you know, Obviously, we've obviously gone through COVID the first year, but I think once you've had like your first year under your belt, or even just a few months, you've got such a you know plethora of people who would more than happily just give you a bit of advice. So you but can also just, check in on you, then just check in, see how you're doing, and that's like for businesses across the board. It's mm-hmm. not just you know kind of retail. There's so many um, you know other businesses in Edinburgh and out with Edinburgh that are kind of being like, how are you guys doing? You look like you're doing okay, but you know. And we lost a couple of suppliers actually yeah, yeah, in the COVID, and then we had another couple kind of just pop their head in the door and be, mm. are you okay? Yeah. Do you need anything? Yeah. Are you short on anything? Yeah. You know, and 
and if you couldn't if your supplier was you know in a different country mm. you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to do that yeah but yeah. you know it's, it's, like, it's like a ring around the houses you know yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, it was just the wee thing, like we're still open. Yes. you guys need some yeah uh-huh yeah it was, it was and they're not you're far together you know you're yeah. all just trying to make sure everyone was yeah. fed or yeah. everyone was stocked up we and... obviously stopped company bakery bread mm-hmm. and you know there are times where i can just message or even send a text and say you got any extra bread you know for tomorrow <laughs> you know it's that it's that kind of thing where yeah. you wouldn't be able to do that yeah. otherwise you know mm-hmm. and I just think it's fantastic it's absolutely fantastic everyone's supporting everyone yeah. everyone's checking yeah. in on everyone yes yeah. someone do you know get something in stock that looks awesome you're like that was great you know and you just you know you, it's just like a normal even on our street actually we've got yeah. like Elliot Flowers who mm-hmm. are right next door to us who are just amazing like mm-hmm. they're absolutely fantastic and just even over COVID, we would just yeah. check in and in, in with each other yeah, and just see, yeah. you know, how are you doing? You know, when you open, when you opening, <laughs> where can I get some plants? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that that was really nice as well. So yeah, it's lovely. Mm-hmm. It's lovely. That is so wonderful to hear, and a, and a lovely way to to round up our conversation. We're talking about our the customers and you checking in the customers at start lockdown, and and you now doing that with other with other businesses. You've done my job for me, so thank you so much. I can't tell you. I'm gonna. I'll. I will. Um. I will let you go for today. But I can't tell you what a joy it is to speak to you, and I think it's just it, it's just really inspiring to see another fantastic women led business absolutely doing wonderful things and uh, yeah so thank you so much for your time oh amazing no thank you so much for inviting us if you've enjoyed today's episode please consider rating the show writing a review or telling a friend it really helps us to be discovered by other like-minded listeners you can also follow us on instagram at independent thinking podcast where you can get sneak peeks of our next guest This series we're focusing on businesses based in and around Edinburgh, with future series focusing on other towns and cities across the country. If you know of an independent business that we ought to know about, and other people deserve to know about too, then let us know. Thanks for listening. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. I really hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did and you want to support me to continue to make the show, I would love it if you became a patron by clicking the link in the show notes. From as little as the price of a coffee a month, you'll receive behind the scenes content, blog posts and lots more. Click the link in the show notes to find out more or head to patreon.com slash independent thinking. Bye for now.